Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for the 2021 reboot sort of sequel thing to uh, for the Suicide Squad. DC's kind of reboot, I guess, of the Suicide Squad. I'm your host, Matthew. And, um, yeah, I'm going to stick spoiler-free here for, for a little while. And then we'll get into spoilers in the second half. Um, I didn't really like it. Um, it didn't really leave me with much of an impact. Um, I think this film is too long. I think the pacing of this film is quite poor. Um, there were certain new characters, because you've got certain re- returning characters, obviously, like Harley Quinn and all those characters, and then you've got some new ones. Some of the new characters I liked, some of them I really didn't care for at all. Um, I, I'm not going to spoil who dies, in this park, so obviously, you know, it's the Suicide Squad, people are going to die in this film. Uh, I was a bit disappointed with those choices as to who lived and who died. Um, and just, just ultimately, I just, I just didn't really like it. Um, speaking of the new characters, I don't like Peacemaker at all. I don't feel like I'm supposed to like Peacemaker, but as the character that he is, I just, no, I just don't like him at all. Um, this is really decreased my interest in because they're supposed to be doing a peacemaker um tv series or like a season or whatever um i have very very little interest in that really which this film this film should have given me more interest in that given that we know that that's in development and we know that peacemakers in this film uh but it did the opposite effect um i thought bloodsport i think his name is uh, Idris Elba's character was good ish um, I thought it was quite interesting. He's kind of a mix of like Deadshot and Batman in a way. Like he's just this guy that's got loads of gadgets and guns and flamethrower and grapple and all this other kind of stuff. So he was he was kind of cool. Uh, Polka Dot Man, I think is his name. He was quite cool. I thought he was one of the most one of the more interesting of the new characters because he's not in the 2016 version. Um, the Weasel character I thought was fine. Uh, Michael Rooker's character was fine. Um, I can't remember her name, but the the lady that's got the the rats with her, uh, she was okay. Um, but overall, I just I just came away just not very impressed. Um, and there's other sort of the I mean, in terms of like, okay, where does this fit into everything? I don't even really know because, like. There's a debate as to with certain films as to okay what is DCEU and what is like Snyderverse. This doesn't really fit fit into either of those things, um, and obviously they're not connecting anything or doing anything with any of that anyway, so it's kind of irrelevant. But uh, in terms of like canon, because we have seen some of these characters before, obviously Harley Quinn's been in. Uh, this is her third film. Um, like things that happened in the suicide in 2016 suicide squad i think that was called suicide squad and this one's called the suicide squad but anyway um and even things from like birds of prey she doesn't really mention anything um because like there's a there's a difference between having a more connected universe and having characters appear again and remember things that happened before you know, that's just, that's not connected universe stuff, that's just, like, characters that are from other sequels, you know, um, she doesn't mention, like, anything really from, I mean, there's, like, there's a little dialogue thing she kind of gives, which kind of, um, 
gives a wink towards the Joker, but it doesn't really connect to like Jared's Joker or anything like that. Um, but I was kind of like surprised and disappointed in that. I I thought there would at least be some sort of mention from somebody about something from the past. I don't know if this film's supposed to like wipe the canon of the 2016 film because you've got certain returning characters. You've got Ric Flair. You've got uh, I can't remember if King Shark was in the first one or see I say the first one the the original thing whatever. Um, the, the the film that was directed by David Ayer, but he doesn't call it his film. That that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I tell you what, studio interference has really messed all this up, hasn't it? With Justice League and Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not worked out particularly well. But no, just didn't really get on with it. Um, I would class this as dumb fun with nothing else really attached to it. There's a, there's a couple of plots in this film where I thought they could have gone a little bit deeper and they just kind of didn't. And then they substituted some of that for just more gory fun um so the reason i give it like a possible skip because me me giving something a skip rating is like me saying okay on my side and on your side don't bother and then there's some people that will like this film more than me i think harley queens uh harley quinn's sorry scenes are very much worth it harley quinn in this film right stands so high above Every other character in this film that I just wish it would have been kind of a Harley Quinn film with less of the other characters. Um, I don't know. I mean, like they did, they did the same thing with kind of like Birds of Prey. By the way, Birds of Prey I think is much better than this film. Uh, I would, I would watch Birds of Prey twenty times before I watch this again. Um, and I don't really rewatch stuff other than you know the Breaking Bad season two rewatch we we just did. Uh, I don't really tend to rewatch things ever, unless there's like specific reasons, like classic reviews or whatever, that kind of stuff. Um, but I think Birds of Prey is way better than this film. Um, some people are going to be like, "What the hell are you on about?" But it's my opinion. You can have yours if you want. If you think this is better than Birds of Prey, if you think this is the worst or the best DCEU film, fine. That's that's up to you. Uh, neither neither of us are right or wrong. But. Um, yeah, and obviously the, the two things that help Birds of Prey and the Suicide Squad is Harley Quinn. Um, but, like, Margot Robbie's just so good as that character. It just... And, like, um, what that character does in this film is really, really cool. And it just... it just Her character just stands so far above everybody else. Because um, to me... I mean, I know I said I kind of like Polka Dot Man and Dead... Uh, Dead is it Deadshot? Uh, no, Bloodsport, sorry. Um, he's kind of, like, too similar to Deadshot in a way that you could probably get the com- that get them confused, which is what I kind of just did. Um, but, no, nah, like, if you... For me, if you take Harley Quinn out of this film, there's not much here for me, really, other than, like... Because, uh, I mean, like, obviously in terms of live-action appearance, this is, like, Polka Dots Man's first appearance and, obviously, Bloodsport's first appearance... Um, if you take Harley Quinn out of this film, you've kind of got a film full of a bunch of side characters. Because Harley Quinn's not a side character. She's a very much a main DC huge name character. There's nobody else in here really that's like a big main character. And I get what DC's trying to do with this. They were trying to get J- James Gunn in and try to do Guardians of the Galaxy. 
in terms of okay nobody knew who the guardians of the galaxy were i mean some people did that read the comics but like your general audience didn't know who guardians of the galaxy were and marvel saw an opportunity of like hey we want to do guardians of the galaxy next let's get james gunn in and he popularized those characters i don't think the effect of doing that here worked for me uh, i still very much see almost all these characters as side characters apart from um Harley Quinn. I mean, if you put let's let's look at like bigger DC characters, right? If you put Superman or Batman in this film, right? Yes, obviously Superman and Batman or even Wonder Woman are like you know big big names in pop culture. I still think Harley Quinn stands next to them, um, because Harley Quinn's like a massive name now in in kind of comic books and like the character that people know and stuff. Um, none of really these other characters are. Um, and I feel like going into this film feeling that way about them already, that they're side characters, I don't feel like this film really progressed those characters to make me think... Like, I didn't come out of this film thinking like, oh, I really want to see Peacemaker. I came out of this film thinking like, I'm not bothered about Peacemaker. Um, And thinking like, okay, let's say just for example, you do a Bloodsport TV show or film, like, okay, he's a side character... Um, so, whereas if you did, like, a Star-Lord solo film, and I'm not trying to compare DC and Marvel, I'm literally trying to compare what this director's done with DC and with Marvel, which is, he's tried to do the same goal with both of them, which is get this kind of, like, odd bunch of characters and popularise them. I feel like he didn't do that successfully here, but he did with the Marvel characters. Now, that's not a thing where, like, Marvel has done better, it's where he's done better with the Guardians, as opposed to this Suicide Squad for me anyway so i hope that makes uh makes sense um but like yeah if you had if you made like let's say you made a star lord solo film um he's would stand out as kind of a main character you know um whereas if you did that with some of these characters it wouldn't really um to me so i do wonder how that peacemaker tv series is going to go down and going back to a point I made earlier about not like not connected universes, but just simple characters referencing things from films that they've been in, which I would kind of expect that as a, a as a bit of a minimum, um, as sort of okay, we've seen this character before, the exact same version of this character before in another film, which is in this universe. Sure, I wasn't expecting like you know. Uh, Black Canary from Birds of Prey to pop up. I wasn't expecting that type of crossover. But I was expecting her to at least reference. Something else from the past. Or um, you know. One of of the others that's been here before. Like Rick Flagg. For him to reference or talk about something that's happened in the past. That's where it's sort of like. Okay is this. This isn't really kind of a sequel. This is sort of a reboot. But then it's like a half reboot. Because like a, a clean reboot would be recasting everybody but you've got certain characters making returns with the same actors playing them like Harley Quinn and Ric Flair and like uh, Captain Boomerang as well um but it's almost its own complete standalone film so I'm just kind of I mean it's kind of makes me think now when we get to Peacemaker season 1 um but if there's some reference to this group of people I I don't know because it's just, it's kind of established at the start of this film that these people aren't all new to each other. Like some of them do know each other, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not expecting to see any of that really. So we shall uh, we shall see. Um, but uh, yeah, it just this didn't really work for me. And like looking at DC's slate, 
there was only three films that really stood out that I'm interested in, which is this, Batman, or The Batman, and, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shazam 2, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, I think. Like, Flash, I think, is going to be a bit of a mess. Black Adam, I know nothing about him, so there's no reason for me to be excited. Uh, Aquaman 2, I thought the first film was, like, dumb fun, uh, with not much else attached to it. And what else do we, do we have... Um, I can't think. That's kind of what we have at the moment. So, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for the spoiler-free section. Um, just, it just didn't, like, impact me. Um, see, that's the thing when, because some of you might be saying, Oh, Matt, look, it's, like, dumb fun. Just enjoy it for the fun that it is. When you, for me, when you talk about, like, dumb fun films, I start thinking about things like Fast and Furious and Transformers. Where it's like, okay, there's nothing really to those films. They're just dumb fun and, and that's it. Um, I would like at least something else to cling on to. I mean, there was a couple of characters that were sort of interesting, but not quite interesting enough. The plot here is kind of like quite simple. Um, and that's about it. So there's just nothing else really, apart from, you know, enjoying Harley Quinn's scenes and all that. Because she's fantastic. Um, there's just not much else for me to cling on to. Apart from a few side characters that I kind of liked. Um, and I'll talk about like the death choices in in the spoiler section, which I'm I'm kind of surprised and disappointed by. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's take a quick little break. We'll go into some housekeeping, and then um, I'll uh, do the spoiler section. But you can stick around for a minute if you haven't seen this film. So don't worry about that. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show all right so recently on entertainment talk uh just let you all know 
Uh, obviously, it's Tuesday today, so we're going to be doing the gaming talk, uh, gaming talk podcast later. I can't talk about it right now because we haven't done it yet. Uh, so look out for a new gaming talk podcast later today. But I'll probably mention last week's one in this housekeeping section. Uh, Chat podcast is out for July 2021, which is Entertainment Talk's biggest month. So thank you all very, very much for the support with that. Uh, I talked about some big COVID updates, some changes that have been made in the, the with the UK government and all that kind of uh, stuff as well. And also talked a little bit about like a uh, podcast mentality and that kind of stuff as well. So uh, and just other bits and bobs as well. So if you want to listen to that bit, chat podcast is is designed to be a bit more of a casual, well, chat podcast. So you can listen to that if you want something a little bit uh, a little bit different uh, from us on Entertainment Talk. So there's that. Uh, Ted Lasso still continuing on Apple TV Plus. Season two, episode two is the newest one. Those new episodes come out on Fridays. Flash for the UK is up to season seven, episode five. So you can check out our latest podcast for that. Uh, speaking of Warner Brothers films. And ones that heavily advertise things like DC. Um, I gave a skip rating to Space Jam A New Legacy. It is the, again, sequel reboot-ish kind of sort of thing. Um, so I uh, talked about that. You've basically got an hour of Warner Brothers adverts. And then an hour of uh, weird basketball games. So uh, there's that for uh, Space Jam. The Looney Tunes, of course. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow is up to Season 6, Episode 5. So you can check out that podcast. Uh, I did a podcast called The Curious Curious Case of Cyberpunk 2077. Basically taking a look at changes made to the game, things that aren't in the game. And I've watched, been watching a bunch of YouTube videos over the last few weeks and uh, gathering certain bits of information. So I talked about that. Especially the really weird situation with the game's subway system. So you can check that out. Uh, Funny Monsters for Monsters at Work. That's up to Season 1, Episode 5. So that's about halfway through the season. Gaming Talk last week, we talked about the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. Uh, Alex Scott, who's a female commentator, she's joining FIFA 22 as a commentator, of course. So that's great. And also talked about a bunch of other things. I did a podcast called My Thoughts on Cancel Culture, just looking at different celebrities that have been quote-unquote cancelled, including technically James Gunn himself, who is clearly not cancelled because... Well, he just released a new film and he's working on another one, so he's not really cancelled, is he? Uh, but um, because obviously once the fallout from Marvel happened, he obviously signed up to do this film, Suicide Squad. So yeah, he's not really cancelled either, is he? So uh, I talked about just my thoughts on cancel culture and using different celebrities as, as examples. Uh, Batwoman Season 2, Episode 15. We've got the newest podcast for that, so that is Batwoman for Season 2 so far. And that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org, and you can search for us on your favourite podcast platform. I'm going to go into spoilers now, so if you haven't seen The Suicide Squad and you don't know, you don't want to know which characters die, uh, you're going to want to tune out now if you're listening on a podcast player. Just either switch it off, press pause, or turn the volume right down, whatever you need to do to switch that off. If you're listening on the website, either press back or the homepage or press pause or just, I don't know. Don't lock your phone though because it will probably still continue playing. Um, but do whatever you need to do to switch off the podcast because I'm going to get into spoilers now. Um, so a couple of really big wasted opportunities with a few characters... Um, I don't remember the name of Michael Rooker's character, but he dies, like, right near the start. I thought that was a massive waste. I don't get the idea with what they did with Weasel. He's, like, this little animal thing. There's a funny conversation about, like, um, like, is he a dog or whatever the hell. Um, he kind of, like, drowns in quotes because nobody, nobody thought to ask if he could swim. Um... 
And, like, Michael Rooker's character pretends that he's dead or whatever. And then we, like, get literally to right to the end of the very end of the film. Um, and we have not a post-credit scene. There is a post-credit scene as well. But a scene after a Suicide Squad logo comes up. And he does that thing where he chokes up a bunch of water and he's alive. And he just walks off. Um, bit, bit of a wasted opportunity for that character. I mean, like, clearly he's being set up for something else. Obviously, we see what happens with Peacemaker at the end as well. Um, like, is he gonna be in Peacemaker Season 1? Is he gonna be in, like, are we gonna get a sequel to this film? Suicide Squad 2? Um, but you have, yeah, I just don't really get, like, you set up this, like, clearly standout character who's like an animal and whatever obviously you've got king shark but you've got this weird kind of weasel animal thing and he gets like taken out the film in the first 10 minutes and then is brought back in at the end very very strange very very strange but he's alive and they can do things with i think is it him um so yeah but yeah, killing off, like, because Captain Broomerang, I think, dies. He gets, like, cut apart by a helicopter. Bunch of the other new ones whose names I can't remember. The one with the spear, he dies. There's another one who's, like, barely in the film. He gets shot in, the, like, the face at the start. Um, Then you've got, uh, obviously, Rick Flagg dies as well. But the problem with doing something like that is where there's probably two or three characters that die i mean there's like that woman who can like jump really far and everything like most of those characters i don't even remember their names so like me watching those characters die i just sort of sat there and it just kind of happened but when that then when michael rooker's character died i was like oh it's a bit of a like i didn't care about the character because you hadn't done anything with them um and i get that the suicide squad is supposed to be this sort of hey anyone can die at any time kind of thing because they're all just on these suicide missions, hence, you know, the Suicide Squad. But when you take it like that and you have an opening where you kill off like four or five new characters and also Captain uh, Boomerang, whatever his name is, um, at the start, who's a returning character as well. Pretty sure he's played by the same actor. It's just that, that that's a point where, okay, you've just wasted your characters. Um, like, there was no build-up with any of them. I can't remember any of their names, pretty much. Even Captain Boomerang, who we knew before, like, you just didn't really do anything with him in this film, and you killed him straight away. I uh, just didn't... I just didn't feel anything. Like, I was watching these characters get torn to bits and, like, shot and everything else, and, of course, we see Amanda Waller use the, um, explosive device button thing on Michael Rooker's character. He just keeps swimming away and isn't listening, so she blows him up. Um, I don't remember seeing that being used in the first film, and we only see it used once in this film. Uh, I mean, there's a threat later on, isn't there, to like all the remaining members to blow their their heads up, um, and we see the the results of that. But I don't know. And, and then you do like, okay, was it thirty days earlier, and some of these characters are alive, and it's like, well, I don't care what you do with them in this in this scene now, because some of these characters not only do I not remember their names, but I know that they're gonna die. So why should I bother <laughs> trying to get invested in them? And then we see this the scene from the trailer with like Weasel licking the glass window and everything. And it's like that was put in there for whatever reason. Because um, I would like Michael's character talked about oh Weasel's dead. And I'm like wait a minute isn't there a scene where he licks 
that the glass window and we hadn't seen that yet and then it was shown later so um as i said i don't think i mentioned it earlier but like that's that's a structure problem that i that like no i didn't really click with that why didn't you just do the bit at the start where you got the present scene and you're introducing everybody and you're talking about um blood sport and he shot like superman or whatever why didn't you do those scenes first build up those characters a little bit more and then do the scene where it like build build up to, i mean i know they kind of wanted to start off with the bang quite literally um but uh like because you get like a little intro scene with them where it's like hey this is this guy's name this is this guy's name this is this person's name and you see them for about three seconds and it's like well i don't really know anything about, like i don't really know who these people are and you're just like killing them off so you introduce them very 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 briefly like almost cameo in- introduction then you got the beach scene which kills off most of them of which i don't because to, to me they're, they're just red shirt characters like some of those um because there's nothing there for me to grab onto with them obviously with captain like boomerang and uh some of those characters obviously he's not a red shirt he's kind of a member of the suicide squad um but then you try to go back and then show me another introduction of them just just didn't really work i don't know why you don't connect those two scenes together build up the characters a little bit more and then kill them off so and i know there's a subtitle thing of like don't get too attached to these characters but at least tell me who they are <laughs> like tell me who they are properly first and introduce them um because that's that's the equivalent of let's say you take any tv show right or film and you introduce a character you're like hey this is jack or whatever like you just briefly give the character a name they walk off screen a little bit and then they like come back and then they die almost straight away like okay you said what his name was or her name in that scene but if i don't know anything about them there's no reason for me to care about them so i i I had some issues with with the way that all kind of started as well um i didn't mind too much to jump around in time some of them kind of worked a bit more i mean the other one that didn't was when peacemaker goes to shoot the the rat lady and uh like it says eight minutes later then shows you a scene with like king shark or whatever so I didn't really like why can't you just show that linear linearly in a in a more linear sort of chronological fashion i i don't know um there's certain cool ways you can get away with like hey you know that this thing happens so let's go back a bit and then show the lead up to it but when i already know that certain characters in that lead up get killed why would why would it matter so anyway that's just kind of my uh take on all that um harley quinn was fantastic in this film obviously she kind of gets um kidnapped briefly she kind of falls in love a little bit briefly and then she kills that president guy didn't really care about him um and that's where she kind of references like her her taste in men obviously that's a bit of a wink to the joker um so that was that was cool um but like the scene where she's breaking out later on and she's like got all these guns and stuff that was really cool um she wasn't in this film actually as much as what I quite thought she was going to be. Like, there's long, there's fairly long stretches of this film where she's not in it, but then there's long stretches where she is in this film quite a lot. Um, but yeah, that was that was fine as well. That was cool. Um, you got this like I can't remember the name of it, but this big like star-shaped creature thing. Um, that was fine. The thinker was fine as well. Uh, he dies anyway, so you know um that was pretty much that i mean that the thinker was in season i think season four 
or three of uh, of the Flash. Obviously, he had a lot more time to be fleshed out there because he had several episodes. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun. again. That was kind of like he left no impact on me at all. Like, well, I just want you to know when I'm listing some of these characters and like they were fine, they were fine. It's just because they didn't leave any particular impact on me. I mean, there's certain little bits of backstories for certain characters, like the the Rat Lady and Bloodsport get a bit of backstory as to like why one of them does and why one of them doesn't like rats. Um, so that was cool, I suppose. Um, what else happened in this film? Uh, yeah, Rick Flagg died. He got, um, bested, I suppose, by, by Peacemaker. Um, it wasn't even the fact that Peacemaker turned into kind of a villain by the end that I didn't like him. I just never clicked with the character at all. Um, I thought it, I thought Bloodsport's comment about, like, a toilet head was kind of funny. Um, then, and there, there was moments for me where I was like, okay, that was kind of funny. That made me chuckle a little bit. That made me smile a little bit, but... They were kind of few and far between, again, because this film was like two hours, ten minutes, and it was just a bit too long. Um, this film's got some long stretches, doesn't it, where you know that they're on their way to do something, this group, and it takes them a lot longer than what it kind of should to get to certain places. And that just really, got, I was like, okay, we, we know that you're going to get... Harley and we've seen the bit in the trailer anyway where she's we know that she gets out I think the trailer's oddly oddly not really spoiled but they ruined certain moments of this film like the hand thing from King Shark and Harley Quinn breaking out already um I suppose it was interesting to I mean one of the highlights for me was yeah seeing her break out so in the trailer it's not revealed how she got out she just kind of sees Rick Flagg and is like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, okay, we're, we were here to get you out. And she's, then she, you know, says, uh, I can still go back inside and you can still do it. That's a great, that's a cool little moment. Plus, like, in the trailer when we see it, we don't know how she gets out. So that leaves a bit of a surprise. And then we see the uh, really cool scene of her actually getting out of um, of this building, which was easily one of the best scenes of uh, of this film. So... Um, I suppose my major issue here then with with like characters is obviously you look at 2016 Suicide Squad and 2021 Suicide Squad and they've got slightly different choices of like characters like some are returning some are new all that kind of stuff I suppose for me it's the selection of characters and just giving them a bit more depth like some of them did have a bit more depth but like I don't know just wasn't quite enough for me but I've I've gone over that point already. Um quite disappointed that Polka Dot Man died. I thought he had a lot more potential. So that's 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 where I have I mean, you know, it's not my film. I don't choose who lives and dies. That's up to James uh who's directing. I'd have like okay, get get rid of the Peacemaker TV series, right? Kill off Peacemaker in that scene where he gets shot by Bloodsport because that was quite a good scene. And that that see that's kind of like an unearned moment really where he bests um peacemaker and there's the whole like smaller bullet thing which paid off that was really good but then peacemaker survives anyway um and it's kind of it kind of ruins a bit of a like i suppose heroic moment yeah for uh for blood sport so it's like okay, if, if you were to get rid of the peacemaker tv series and give that to i don't know like it'd be cool to say i don't know if you put like Bloodsport and Polka Dot Man and gave them their own combined TV show. I just think there's other characters here that are more interesting than Peacemaker that you could have given a TV show to. 
um, other than the obvious, like Harley Quinn. Um, I don't know. So again, we, we have we have no context or no information at the moment as to what that Peacemaker TV series is going to be about. But I don't have very much interest in it. It'd be interesting to see if, like, okay, does one of the Suicide Squad members pop up in that? Maybe that would that would kind of make sense, given the whole thing with like the flash drive and him killing Ric Flair and everything. Um, so yeah. Um, I tell you one little detail I did like actually about the Ric Flair death is sometimes in these films, you know, obviously we saw Peacemaker get shot, we assumed that he was dead. Sometimes when a character gets like a bullet wound or a a, a like stab wound, I suppose. It's not always completely clear, like, okay, did they die? Because we see Peacemaker get shot, um, and we're like, okay, he's on the floor, he's like, looks like he's dead, but obviously he isn't. With the Ric Flair thing, you see him actually get his heart, like, punctured, because you get this little camera inside his body or whatever, and that kind of shows, okay, yeah, his his heart has been, like, damaged, and he's bleeding from that, he's, he's dead, um... I'd have easily switched that around and killed off Peacemaker instead of Ric Flair because I think he's a more interesting character. Um, so that's just that's just my my thoughts anyway. So, um, but yeah, obviously then we got the post credit scene. They talk about they need Peacemaker for something else. So that's cool, I suppose. Because um, it was kind of like we, we saw him get shot, and I was like, "Huh, there's a Peacemaker series. You could do it as a prequel. That wouldn't be as effective." But he's like seemingly dead i kind of thought he was dead but then again you're talking about comic book films um because where did he get shot did he get i because initially i thought we got shot in like the neck and i was like okay if you get an injury like that in your neck you're you're done pretty much um he must have got shot in the chest or or something like that because i don't remember them showing where he got shot but um he just kind of like starts bleeding and then kind of falls over so um I, I don't know, but there you go. Uh, that's pretty much my thoughts on this film. Um, it's, I don't know, it just didn't quite work for me. And, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I feel a bit disappointed by it. But then I did like certain characters that are sticking around. Um, I just would have kept I, I, either Polka Dot Man or Ric Flair. I would have kept around, I think. Um, I mean, Polka Dot Man had a lot of potential. You know, he had all these, like, Polka Dots, literally, that he threw, and they, like, cut things up. That was kind of cool. Uh, I thought his death was a little bit stupid. Um, like, he's so taken back by this moment of... I'm a, like, I get it, like, his mum tried to do all this stuff to him, and he sees everybody as his mum, and he tries to take out this big star thing, envisioning it as his mum. And then he just gets distracted and just gets crushed. Um... And then they kind of just move on a little bit. I don't know. It just that that didn't really. That wasn't really that earned. I I don't think so. There we go. Anyway, that's my thoughts on uh, Suicide Squad, um, the twenty twenty one James Gunn reboot. Uh, it's pretty much a reboot, isn't it? So I mean, it, it kind of is a reboot because nothing from the first film gets really carried over, apart from some apart from some returning characters that don't really reference anything that's happened before. So it's not really a sequel, is it? It's sort of a almost like revival in a way um i don't know call it what you want to doesn't matter <laughs> so yeah uh so next from dc i think we've got the bat the batman haven't we in uh march next year and then i think we got three next year haven't we because we haven't got any more dc films for this year 
because um, we had Wonder Woman 84, which was terrible. And um, you can listen to my review on that if you want to. Uh, and then Suicide Squad. So next year, yeah, we got Shazam. <coughs> no, not Shazam. Uh, Flash, which was supposed to come out like three years ago. Uh, Flash, Batman, and uh, uh, Black Adam. So, um, Batman, I'm really looking forward to, actually. The trailer for that looked really good. Um, Flash, I think, is just going to be a weird mess. or weird, weird mesh of things. And then Black Adam... See, I can't say I'm excited or not excited for Black Adam. Because I don't know anything about that character yet. All I know is Dwayne The Rock Johnson is playing him. Which is cool. And he's like tried to work on this film for years. Which is like I'm happy for him that he's managed to get that done. Um, But I don't know anything about him. And he's also supposed to be a villain of Shazam. And I don't think Shazam's in this film. So, okay. Um, I mean we had kind of like an announcement teaser trailer thing. Once we get like a full trailer or something. And we know who the villain is. I guess we can go off of that. Um, So... Anyway, there we go. Uh, let me know what you thought of uh, the Suicide Squad. What do you think of the character deaths? What do you think of... Uh, are, are you excited for Peacemaker now? Now that you've seen the character. Um, I think John Cena's a decent actor. I think. I mean, I saw him in uh, Bumblebee. He was pretty good there. Um, not like incredible, but he was like pretty good. Um, yeah, but where, did, where does this leave you in terms of the Peacemaker TV series? Do you want another Suicide Squad film? Um, and all that kind of stuff. Let me know what you thought of, of this and like where where these characters go next as well. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter eTalkUK is a contact page and information in your show notes. Just let me know what you think. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org. TV, video games, films and Manchester United podcasts. Uh, United, po- United cast preview for this upcoming season is or should be happening this week. So look out for that if you're interested in all that. Um, if you want to support podcast and entertainment talk, you can either just listen to more episodes that we've got, either on the website entertainmenttalk.org, or you can search for us on your favourite podcast platform. You can also use word of mouth and social media. Um, let people know about what we do and where they can find it. So the website and find us on podcast platforms. So let them know about that. Social media, obviously share it around, all that kind of stuff. Just tell people what we do and where they can find it. Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast review options. Take a look at that if you'd like to. Uh, TV and film news, David's still posting that over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. So take a look at that. Geektown Radio episodes come out on Tuesdays. There should be a new episode available today. So have a look out for that. Bex is, so, Bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bites, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there so um go and support what she's doing you can also find me on twitch as well etalkuk and go and give me a follow over there if you'd like to and if you miss the archive streams you can find them later on youtube entertainment talk plays thanks for listening and i will see you uh what's coming out next for a free guy i think it's called from uh ryan reynolds and jody coma that looks pretty cool so possibly not next we'll see uh thanks for listening i'll catch you next time goodbye <laughs>